Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. All right, it is time to get her done. Ricky the Cable Guy, Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. That's 500 outlets, 177 countries. Ships at sea, where are you in the military right now? I salute you, I support you, especially those enlisted women and women who, well, they never get saluted because they're enlisted. They do not have a congressional commission, uh, but uh, wherever you are, you're an officer, you're an enlisted man, woman, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're on the internet. Who ain't? But we're at sportsbyline.com. We're the only ones there. And uh, go there and click listen live to hear all the shows there. Also, uh, if you want to send me an email, rick at sportsbyline.com. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, all receiving live programming here 24-7, as does Twitch.tv. There I am on Twitch. On the stream chat, it says, want to become famous? Buy followers. Is that really famous when you have to buy followers? They're not really following you. Uh, it happens on Twitter, too. Uh, Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. Uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, you can provider. Also, uh, Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Did I say that? Uh, we have comedian Michael Collier on the show. We have producer of Magic in the Mountains, David Johnson. We have David Rubenstein with his new book. Jan Wall is actually going to come in at 10 o'clock, and then we're going to have writer-director star Samuel Forrest. We will have Rich Little. Yes, the iconic impressionist. Rick Tittle with Rich Little. We'll also have Sharon Gless. You do Cagney. Can you do Lacey? Uh, Noah Parker, also Tom Papa, hilarious comedian, is back. And then Trevor May, excuse me, Trevor May, hiccup, the pitcher. How are we going to get it in? I don't know. We'll figure it out one way or another. We, we got three hours together. 1-800-878-PLAY. Good luck getting in today, girl. Come on back. 
trade pros. Ferguson is committed to making business with us the easiest part of your day. Ferguson.com is designed to help run your business from the office to the job site by making your day-to-day activities easier with 24-7 account access, unmatched online inventory, and on-the-go account management. And with our Pro Plus customer loyalty program, you can earn points with every online purchase, redeemable for merchandise, event tickets, trips, and more. Sign up today at Ferguson.com. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. That meeting's starting at 4. Can I get those projections? Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Karen, do these numbers look right to you? Like at Mia's research firm. To hit client deadlines, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Love the comedians when they're in town here in San Francisco, or we can get them on the horn. And uh, we have one right now, the comedian actor Michael Collier. He is at Helium St. Louis uh, for some shows down there. Michael, welcome to the program. And uh, for you, I've been asking a lot of comedians this during the pandemic. 
maybe about, I don't know, a year and a half, a lot of Zoom shows, a lot of outdoor shows. How, how did you stay sharp? Oh, you know what I did is I figured out that I could do a talk show, bro. You know, because uh, otherwise I could have went on the crack because I was booked somewhere <laughs> every weekend for eight months. And mm. March 13th, every show closed, every club closed in the whole country on the same day. And so I could have went on crack like a little girl, or I could have tried to find a different thing. And I sat at my kitchen table and started doing a morning show. Today is our 314th show, brother. I do an hour every morning just on YouTube called the Michael Kaya Morning Show. We have a new comedian every morning, so I put on over 300 comedians, and then we have musical artists, we have people tell a story. So I, I've been doing that, but actually, I've been on the road. People, a lot of clubs have still been opening during that time, but it would be like half a club. Like, they, they'll take half the tables out. Then they only seat you with the people you came with. So if it's a two-top or four-top, you're only sitting with who you came with. So it might cough on you. They was coughing on you before they got there, you know. So we're just making it work, you know. You know, one thing that uh, you are able to pull off that a lot of people can't, I sure as hell can't, is the fly drip, like the light blue fedora bent down on one side. <laughs> like, Have you always kind of rocked like that? I've always been a dresser. I mean, I used to wear suits to high school. And people were <laughs> like, where are you going? You on your way to court? You know, no, I was just, just coming to class. I just, you know, I'm being, being a senior citizen. Okay, I'm 64, though I don't feel a day over 59. But I'm old enough to remember when people used to dress up to go places. When you watch TV, people were going to work, they'd have on a suit. When you got on a plane, people wore a suit. So I just always sort of had a suit culture. I always just sort of liked to wear suits and ties and hats and carry briefcases. That's always been my thing. Yeah, you get on a spirit flight, it's all sweats. Oh, man, I, I, what are you doing getting on a spirit flight? That is terrible. <laughs> That's the worst. They put me on Southwest, which is Spirit's first cousin. I was like, oh, man. I flew all day the day before yesterday to get home because they just kept canceling stuff. So, mm. hey, but it's all part of the job, baby. You do it, you get up, you stay positive, and you keep lifting the world. That's what we do as comedians, you know? Well, you're about as Chicago as it comes, man. What's that like when you look back on Chicago when you were growing up and then Chicago now? Well, uh, it's changed a lot in my community. It's gotten a little rougher. But, you know, I grew up in the projects, Robert Taylor, on 1452 South State Park, 909. But then we moved out to Morgan Park, which was really a beautiful, wonderful area when I moved out there. I mean, my school had Latin class, brother. Wow. I took four years of Latin. But now my same community is called the Wild Hunters. People get shot there every day. The police don't even like to drive through there, you know. So it has changed a lot. But with all cities, every place have dangerous areas and every place have beautiful areas, man. You need to find the one that's safe and beautiful and keep your butt over there. Don't go where you know they shooting, you know, because it's funny. A lot of times white folks coming to the, the city, and they want you to take them to the hood. Man, like, I'm in L.A. now. Man, take me to Compton. You don't really want to go to Compton uh, unless we're going to put on this bulletproof vest and drive real fast, you know. So, no, go to the areas that's nice. That'll save you. 
Yeah, no doubt. A couple more questions for Michael Collier. He is at uh, Helium St. Louis. Um, I'm a huge fan. I'm in my 50s. I'm a huge fan of Hollywood Shuffle, which I first saw in college. I think I wore out that uh, VHS. And I've had uh, Robert Townsend on the show a couple times, and I just uh, – that's all I want. He, he has a different agenda, but all I want to talk about is Hollywood Shuffle. So for you, what was that like being in such a – now a cult classic like that? It was really amazing, Rick, i tell you, because every comic in town, almost, almost every black comic, was in that movie. So we were in there with so many great comics that were up-and-comers. I had an opportunity to be just really – wait, have you seen House Party 3? Yeah. Okay, so these two movies for me were similar in that they have these awesome casts of all the working comedians of my day. You know, so I, I only had one line in Hollywood Shuffle. My line was, no, no, it's a muffler. But <laughs> I got $1,004 out of it and was able to join the Screen Actors Guild, so I wasn't mad at nobody. And I was in the scene with Damon Wayans, who I still think is an absolute genius. You know? Mm-hmm. So and that was really great. But, but House Party 3, man, I got to be in there with Bernie Mac, Ronaldo Ray, uh, uh uh, this is what's in first film, Chris Tucker. He had had but two scenes and went on to be a star from it. So I, I've been very blessed to have this little career, man. You know, I, I mean, I was in poetic justice, but you, you, if you blink, you won't see me. But I was the one begging for money whenever Tupac came in or Janet Jackson came into the uh, hair salon. And uh, I've just been very blessed. It's been a very rich life. I'm doing a one-man play now called Michael Collier's Mama. And if you like your mama, you're going to love this play. I play 17 characters, and I'm doing it in 100 cities. So far, I've done eight cities and 38 performances. I only got 92 to go, you know, so um, I'm just, I'm smack dab in the middle of my dream. I'm doing what I love to do, and people pay me. And if you can do what you love to do, and even break even, you way ahead of the game. You know? Yeah, I can hear it in your voice. So you were, um, when Batty 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 wanted to get a winky dinky dog, he was checking the car for, <laughs> for bombs, and then you said, uh, it's a bomb. You're like, no, nah, it's a muffler. That's right. I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, we thought it was a bomb. No, no, it's just a muffler. You know, because hoes got to eat, too. You know, he's going to tell him, okay. <laughs> you know, so, oh, yeah, you do love me. You do uh, love I, All the time I said, I wish Tiny would bring his fat ass out here. It's like, I'm going to be a star. <laughs> y'all y'all going to be seeing stars? <laughs> <laughs> wow, and, and well, you know what was so cool about it is watching Robert do his thing because you know they didn't have real money, yeah. so they was doing stuff like he would use a credit card or he borrowed somebody else's credit card or he would go to UCLA and get stopped. You know, like they would have film that they had pieces of film left. They right. would like do a movie and have pieces. He would buy the little pieces and connect them, and then we would do a scene because he had no permit. So we would do a scene. If we saw the police coming, we'd pack everything up in the truck, drive five, six blocks over, get out, do the scene over there. You know, <laughs> he was really doing guerrilla production, you know, where you had to make it work on a shoestring and a prayer, and the boy made it work. Great you stuff. Know? Make sure to check out the highly talented Michael Collier. He's going to be at Helium St. Louis. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Michael, man, great to have you on. Uh, love the energy, and uh, have a great show, dude. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have a happy holiday, man. God bless you real good. Thank you. All right, yeah, thank you. And uh, 
Yeah, Hollywood Shuffle is one of those movies where if you haven't seen it, you really should. And I know a lot of people sort of, I mean, nowadays, you know, it's like, you haven't seen Game of Thrones or you haven't seen Breaking Bad. And then they like get mad that you haven't seen their show. I'm not mad. I'm just saying it was like 1987, maybe. And uh, yeah, they had the 25th anniversary. And that's why he was up here and um, went to the Alamo Draft House on the mission and got to talk about that as well. Great movie. And uh, especially about black Hollywood. It's, it's just hilarious. Really, really funny. All right. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back on the show. Anderes geben, diesem Land habe ich Treue geschworen, bin geboren in der Pfalz. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 
That's 800-693-8290. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Uh, thank you for that, I believe. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American uh, Forces Radio Network. There is a fundraiser premiere at the Palisades uh, Tahoe Theater coming up on uh, December 12th for the new film from Cool Fire Studios entitled Magic in the Mountains. And it's about that 1960. Olympics in uh, Squaw Valley and how Walt Disney got involved as well. We're quite happy to have producer David Johnson with us right now. And David, welcome to the show. And um, I grew up in, uh, well, grew up, uh, summer cabin, winter cabin in Kings Beach, not too far from Squaw. Uh, let's just start off with the, the fact that we can't call it Squaw anymore. It has a new name, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. Well, thank you for having me. But uh, yeah, they just recently went through a uh a name change, I believe, in October to uh, Palisades Tahoe. But, uh, you know, in our film, it's still Squaw Valley because that's what it was in 1960. What, the first thing I think of when I think of Squaw Valley is being able to skate in that uh, Olympic ice rink uh, as a kid in the 70s. And um, looking back at the majesty and the money that is involved in the Olympics, it's hard to believe that we had one there when you look at how big it is. Yeah, uh, Blythe Arena was, um, I mean, just a, a spectacle in those times, you know, I mean, I, I think, you know, that was the thing that really intrigued us about the film as a whole were the, all these first that happened. And, you know, there was literally nothing there when Alex Cushing went to go make this bid to win the games. I mean, even the Interla- international Olympic committee was calling it a picnic ground, but um, you know, they pulled it off. It took a lot of work and you know, going through a lot of red tape to the state of California, but um, you know, they made it happen. They created some, Buildings that are still quite, you know, standing today. I mean, obviously Blythe isn't there. I think it, it caved in uh, over 20 years ago. Something like that. It sounds like you had the luxury of skiing there at one point, or skating there at one point, which is really cool. But um, you know, it was sort of a glimpse into the future with those games. I think that was again something that really intrigued us. With uh, you know, not only the first uh, Olympic athlete village there it was the first time electronic timing was used. Uh, metal skis, instant replay, the first time games were ever live televised. I mean, I, those games really changed the Olympic Games, you know, forever. You know, in some cases, for better or worse, you know. I also think of, because of the miracle on ice, Herb Brooks, who was on the Olympic team, and then a week before the games, he got cut, and he watched yeah. with his dad on TV when they're, they're skating around the ice with the victory. Yeah. Uh, is, that, uh, is that part of the doc? Uh, we didn't focus a lot on that. I mean, we started out to make a film about Walt Disney's involvement in the games. And, and what we ultimately discovered was, you know, there's really just a lot of visionaries that just made the entire valley of Squaw Valley happen from Wayne Paulson to Alex Cushing and, 
and even Walt Disney. And so we really focused on that because it was just sort of a, this blank canvas in the mountains, and they made something that's still standing and thriving today. But, you know, we, we do mention the hockey game. Uh, we mentioned that after the U.S. beat the Russians in the semifinals, it was actually the Russians that came to help the Americans in the finals and, and told them to take some oxygen and that would help them uh, beat the Czech Republic in, in the final game, which they did. So, A couple more questions for David Johnson. The movie Magic in the Mountains from Coal Fire Studios. The, um, the whole thing, too, with the, the, that time, I mean, it was still the, the, the Cold War and we had the Soviet Union and, and, and even at the Miracle on Ice at Lake Placid, 20 years later, we still had, uh, you know, in America, we sort of uh, vilified the uh, the Russians as these sort of mindless communist robots. So what was it like to have a first Olympic village and just realize that these are just people, they're just athletes like us? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, again, with that first Olympic athlete village, you know, the, the athletes that we did interview for the film, that's something they all talked about was having this ability to be able to sit down and share a meal. And then, you know, Walt Disney would bring all these entertainers in from Danny Kaye to Bing Crosby, Crosby to entertain these folks at night. Now, to be clear, the Russians actually didn't stay in the Olympic athlete village. They were the Soviet Union was so afraid that they might defect. They actually put them in the high rise at one of the casinos in Reno uh, during the thing. So they would have meals there, but they didn't spend their their evenings there. But uh, they did get to, to fraternize with some of the other athletes from around the world, which was you know pretty cool. Again, they they never really had done that before in any of the Olympic games. I mean, they would put the athletes up in hotels or uh, other chalets that are, you know, privately owned. But this was the first time they were all under one roof. And now that's kind of the norm in all the Olympics. So you mentioned Walt Disney. Um, I remember going to uh, Tivoli in uh, Copenhagen and hearing that Walt Disney saw Tivoli and he's like, I can do this, but I can do this much bigger and much better in America. So we know what a visionary he was. When he looked at that little valley there by Lake Tahoe, what, what did he see and what did he do? Yeah, well, he used to go up to, to Sugar Bowl just a few miles north and ski there. They actually even named a, a mountain after him. I, I don't think he had any idea that, you know, you know, many years later they'd actually have the Olympics there. But when they called him in, you know, he saw that. And we believe that he saw that kind of as a, a future glimpse in what a theme park, theme park could be. You know, he just opened up Disneyland in 1955. So these games are just five years later. So they sort of had a track record, a little opportunity to do a dry run with, with Disneyland, you know? And so I think when he went up there, you know, his services that he brought from not only a creative standpoint, but just a, an organizational and operational standpoint from parking to ticketing to security and all of that. And then the entertainment value that he brought to the opening and closing ceremonies and even to the athletes and, you know, even putting those athletes on television, he made those athletes, sort of celebrities, which had never happened. And so now, you know, that's something that happens. And he, he definitely left his mark. And again, I don't think anybody knew that. We certainly didn't. I mean, we, we learned about this story from a, a book that uh, Michael Crawford had written called Progress City Primer. And there was a chapter called Walt in the Winter Olympics. And, you know, I don't think people realize just how much of an impact he's had on the Olympics moving forward. And so we hope that that's something that the film, uh, you know, explores and does well. You know, we were lucky to find a, a ton of found footage from people that just had reels of eight millimeter, 16 millimeter footage in their garage, just sitting there. And you know, I made the offer to put it in a digital format for them if they allowed us to use it in the film. And, you know, the footage has been sitting in somebody's garage or attic for 62 years. So again, getting all of that together to help tell that story was, uh, you know, really rewarding. It took a lot of time, obviously, to, to track all that down, and COVID didn't help, but uh, 
Now here we are, and we're getting ready to, to show the screening um, for the first time for the people in Tahoe uh, this Sunday, which will be exciting. What would be when you saw some of the discovered film or you did interviews, what was maybe one of the more remarkable things like, wow, I can't believe we have that footage or I can't believe that story is true? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that people talk about all the time was that, you know, the weeks leading up to the Olympics, there was no snow, (laughs) sort of like (laughs) it is right now. So when it snows in, you know, that area, it really snows. And if there's no snow, then there's no snow. And so the athletes arrived you know, Squaw Valley, and there wasn't any snow. They were concerned they were going to be able to have the Olympics at all. And so there was a story that we'd heard from a couple of different um, interview subjects that Walt Disney had hired some uh, Indian snow dancers to kind of summon the gods to Mm. generate snow. And it's like, okay, that's just a, you know, cute folklore tale. Well, I got a reel from uh, some guy who's in his 80s now, an eight, eight millimeter footage. And lo and behold, he has footage of these dancers, these Indian dancers dancing around in a circle. Wow. Uh, you know, there's no snow on the ground. They're looking up to the sky and everybody's clapping for them and everything. And I, it, you know, to me, it, that was something that actually happened. And we happened to find footage that, you know, cooperated the event. So, you know, stories like that are, are really cool. And uh, I posted a clip last night on Facebook, uh, strangely enough, of Richard Nixon, who was the vice president at the time. And, did the opening of the games and this woman reached out to me and she goes, you're not going to believe this, but I'm pretty sure it's my father sitting behind Richard Nixon. And I said, which one is he? And what did he do? And it turns out this guy was the commander for the California highway patrol. And he was in charge of protecting Nixon, you know, that weekend. And lo and behold, this woman who's you know probably in her sixties or seventies reached out to me on Facebook, saw her dad who, died in 1977 and was con- connecting with me, you know, in this found footage uh, film. So we've had a lot of little moments like that are really cool, you know, and uh, I'm just excited that, you know, that people get to see some of the stuff after 62 years. And then finally, the legacy of these games. I mean, is it uh, too simplistic to say that, that this was sort of the father of the modern winter games? We have an Olympic village. They, the athletes are celebrities now, but it really kind of was, huh? Yeah, I would say not only for the Winter Olympics, but for the, the Summer Olympics, too, you know. And, again, for better or worse, you know, I mean, you see, you know, cities that will, you know, bid billions of dollars to host a two-week event, and then, you know, the town's left like a toilet. And I was really glad to see that it didn't happen in Squaw Valley. You know, the infrastructure that was built is is largely still there, you know. I mean, I think there's still 11 or 13 buildings from the 22 that they built back from those games. And, you know, that's that's a, uh, an example of where it really worked well. You know, you go to Rio and Sochi and some of these other places, not so much, but um, you know, the spectacle of the games, the, the camaraderie of the athletes, you know, the putting the athletes kind of up on a, a plateau and a platform and, and giving them kind of worldwide visibility that absolutely all started in Squaw Valley. Everybody make sure to check out the film magic in the mountains for more information, magic in the mountains film, Dot com. This is available from Cool Fire Studios. And uh, as I mentioned, if you can get up to the lake, uh, the uh, fundraiser will be right there at uh, the former Squaw Valley Palisades Tahoe on uh, December 12th. We've been speaking producer David Johnson. David, uh, congratulations on the project. Thank you so much for coming by. Thanks so much for having me. We really appreciate it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back with David Rubenstein.
be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. You spent over a decade in the Middle East... And I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. (laughs) What did I just say? Do you know who I am?
You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Uh, all right, that's elaborate. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show businessman, TV host, and uh, author, David N. Rubenstein, uh, the best-selling author of How to Lead. He has a new book called The American Experiment, Dialogues on a Dream, which is available from Simon & Schuster. David, welcome to the show. And the first thing I thought of when I heard The American Experiment, I thought about January 6th, and I thought, is this experiment ending? <laughs> I don't know. What, what was the genesis behind this book and this title? Well, our country came together about 250 years ago, and out of whole cloth, the founders decided to create a representative democracy, which had never been done before, anything like that, and it was an experiment. Many people didn't think it would last more than 20 years. Thomas Jefferson didn't think it would, and no one really thought it would last 250 years, but we've had ups and downs, obviously stress tests, the Civil War being the greatest stress test, but as you suggest, the events of January 6th were a gigantic stress test as well. And had it been any other country, you might have thought a military takeover would have occurred when you saw what happened on the Capitol that night. But fortunately, it didn't take uh, a military takeover. And unfortunately, the government moved forward as it was supposed to move forward. But it was a stress test. Is the democracy working as well as it should? Better than probably the founders thought it would be, but not as good as we'd all like it to be. Well, when you think about the the way our country is made up and the way that the the DNA kind of changes, you went out and you started talking to a lot of people, some great minds, some great icons, historians, and as you said, it is a dynamic experiment. So what what did you find and, and to whom did you reach out? I reached out to historians who could talk about the story of America as we grew the country from the time of the Civil War to the, the more modern age, and people that could talk about technology, business, uh, religion, a whole variety of things that have made up America. And then I also talked to some people that have lived the American dream, Sonia Sotomayor, uh, Madeleine Albright, uh, Cal Ripken, uh, Wynton Marsalis, uh, Rena Moreno, people like that. And so it's really designed to give people an appetizer of what it is to be an American and what are the unique characteristics of America that make us so unique. Did you come to a little synopsis at the end of this is where we're heading, or is it still a little bit nebulous? Well, it's a little bit nebulous. I hope to give people some hope that uh, the country's not falling apart. But one of the problems we have, as you probably know, is in Washington, where I live, the country is bitterly divided, as represented by Congress. We, the Democrats and Republicans don't really socialize. They don't talk to each other very much. And compromise is very difficult to get. So I'm not pessimistic that we won't, we won't be able to resolve these problems. But right now, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a, uh, a tough fight to get anything done at a, at a Congress and therefore get anything done for the government. Yeah, you know, it, it, I think about the days of uh, Tip O'Neill and Reagan being able to get a drink after arguing and in, in uh, on the right. Hill. Now, if you don't think what I think, not only are you wrong, I won't talk to you. You're a scumbag and you're evil. I mean, are we ever going to sit down and talk to each other civilly again? I hope so, but right now, Democrats and Republicans aren't really socializing very much. They don't go on trips together anymore. And if you're seen talking to someone from the opposite party or agreeing with them on any one issue, you can be ostracized. So it's not a pleasant situation. Um, but the idea of bipartisan legislation is very, very rare. Uh, this uh, new package uh, that uh, Biden uh, got done, uh, you know, obviously the Republicans now will seek out who said yes 
And as you write, you're ostracized and then vice versa. If any Democrat is going to lean one way, um, the days of having a mind of your own uh, are gone. You have to carry the party line or they will get rid of you, which is scary. It's no, there's no doubt that if you are not carrying the party line, you have a hard chance of uh, of rising up in the party. And so basically you have to accept the, the, dog, the dogma of your party leadership or you're not likely to rise up. So that discourages a lot of people from going to government. Also, the low salary discourages a lot of people. The salary hasn't increased in 20-some years. So you're going to get a lot of very wealthy people or a lot of uh, you know, very poor people who can't afford to stay very long in the government. When you sat down with some of the people, and um, you mentioned some of them, Ken Burns was one, and I was lucky to have Ken Burns on my show uh, last year, a fascinating guy. But, you know, you talked to him about uh, conflict and, and war, and what, what did Ken have to say? What he had to say was, uh, in the interview, was about the Vietnam War, and he did a 10-part series on PBS. And his main conclusion is that the political leaders in our country, our presidents, knew from the beginning we couldn't win that war militarily, but they wouldn't admit it to American people because they didn't want to be seen as, quote, losing a war and being a first president to, quote, lose a war. But the truth is we lost 58,000 Americans for uh, an effort that probably shouldn't have happened. And today, as we look back on that war, it doesn't seem as if it was really a useful uh, endeavor for, for, the, for the country in many ways. Yeah, I remember one time the actress Glenda Jackson, who's uh, from England, not a big fan of America, she said, culturally, all the Americans has given us is the baseball cap, uh, which is a little bit of an insult to say the least, but I bring that up because you not only talk to Paul Simon, as you mentioned, uh, Wynton Marsalis, and you think about the music and the music that came up from, from these shores. What, what was it like to sit down with those two uh, musical icons? Well, there are people that I've known for a, a bit, and uh, you know, Wynton Marsalis is an incredible person who really has helped revive jazz, certainly in New York City, but around the country, from a very prominent jazz family. And uh, but I'd ask him a lot about racism and so forth. Has he suffered racism? He's a very uh, prominent African American, but you know, he still says he suffered it and still expects to suffer it throughout his life, as uh, as his children have. He said so. It's not something that's gone away. Paul Simon is one of the greatest songwriters of our lifetime, a popular songwriter. Uh, he was at the Kennedy Center this weekend honoring uh, Lauren Michaels and one of my side jobs. I'm the chairman of the Kennedy Center, so we have the Kennedy Center honors there. And uh, Paul Simon is really an icon whose words are probably, in terms of a songwriter, probably rivaled only by Paul McCartney in the last 30 or 40 years, and Bob Dylan, I should add, too. Yeah, very nice. Um, one more question for you. I know you got to run. You spoke with David McCullough on the Wright brothers, and I think that's a very interesting thing that you revisited Kitty Hawk and all that, because I think a lot of us, we sort of learn about that in the second grade and then kind of forget about it and how poignant that moment was. Yes, they, 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 the Wright brothers spent about $1,000 of their own money to prove that humans could fly and land safely. And many people in our country didn't believe that they could do it. And, in fact, even if they, they did it, they really weren't getting people to agree with them or, or, or honor them. So they had to go to France to demonstrate it. Only when they successfully convinced the French that they could do this did they come back to the United States. But they are incredible people who were not educated as aeronautical engineers. In fact, they didn't even go to college. But they persisted, and with about $1,000 and uh, a lot of fortitude, they, they proved that men can fly. It's David Rubenstein. Of course, you can see him on Bloomberg TV, PBS, the co-founder of the Carlyle Group and the best-selling author of How to Lead. This one is also going to be big. It's called The American Experiment, Dialogues on a Dream in paperback. I have it right here from Simon and Schuster. David, congratulations on the book and thanks for stopping by. Thanks very much. My pleasure. 
All right, and uh, we do have a little bit of open lines here if you'd like to get in. By the way, David uh, Rubenstein uh, is a uh, billionaire, and I just wondered if he wanted to leave me a $10,000 tip. That might be nice. I used to have a friend who did this, and at the end of every uh, interview, he's like, hey, follow me on Twitter, all right? And they'd be like, okay, sounds good. No, really, follow me on Twitter. My favorite, though, was with this guy. Um, On Easter, he said, uh, hey, happy Easter at the end of the interview. And the guy went, "Uh, happy Easter. And and the guy was named like Shlomo Glickstein. I'm like, I can't believe he said happy Easter. That guy goes, why do you think he's Jewish? Mm." You know, it was like Shlomo Goldstein. I'm like, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) But. <clears throat> let's uh, let's just take a little look real quick, because uh, I don't have a lot of time on talk sports today. Uh, on the Heisman uh, finalists that we're going to be having at the Downtown Athletic Club, and uh, you know, you look at Kenny Pickett leading Pittsburgh to only its fourth conference title and in history, and. Uh, you know, that's uh, the comparisons being made between him and Dan Marino. You know, you're having a great season and 79 career touchdown passes from Marino. And then he breaks that. Pickett also broke Alex Van Pelt's career records at Pitt. The kid from New Jersey made it fun out there. You got Aiden Hutchinson, the defensive end, <clears throat> Big Ten defensive lineman of the year. And uh, wearing the same number as his dad, 97. His dad was Chris Hutchinson. The latest J.J. Watt or Joey Bosa or whatever you want right there. And um, he's the second defensive uh, finalist uh, since uh, Charles Woodson won it. The other one was Jabril Peppers was a finalist. Not Thibodeau, the kid from uh, Oregon. Um, And then, of course, you have... Uh, which the the guy who's going to win it? Remember the whole thing about when whoever won the Ohio State Michigan game, or you know who you know what's going to happen. C.J. Stroud is going to win. That. No, Bryce Young. Bryce Young, who we were talking about before the season began, that he was already making over a hundred thousand dollars on NIL. But Bryce Young, with about a minute and a half left at Auburn, he was in the middle of one of the worst games of his life. He hadn't thrown a touchdown. He had only thrown a pick, 200 yards passing. The Tigers had clamped down on him. And then not only did he win the Heisman, but the stirring comeback. Or, he said he won the Heisman, I think, in that stirring comeback in the Iron Bowl, but then the dismantling of Georgia in the SEC title game. And from that moment on, from that Auburn game, he's thrown for over 500 yards and five touchdown passes to finish the season. And so... His performance against Georgia has made Alabama the number one seed for the seventh time in the last eight years. You think about how crazy this season is. Alabama is still the one seed, which we kind of thought wouldn't happen. I didn't. But he set the school passing record in a game. This is a school that had Ken Stabler and Joe Namath, 559 yards. He threw five touchdown passes three times. 43 touchdown passes, has already tied the school record, and he has another game to go, at least one more game. And uh, he's a uh, 178 yards short of the single-season passing record. And to be quite honest, without him, the Tide uh, just wouldn't be in it. 
So uh, it's uh, as much as you hate to just hand, I don't know, do you hate to hand another trophy to an Alabama player? How do you not give it to Bryce Young at this point? And you think about preseason. I remember preseason Manti Teo was the Heisman Trophy favorite, and we talked about him. I remember Kyle Orton at Purdue. He was the Heisman Trophy favorite, and he was on the way to breaking all of Drew Brees' records till he got hurt. Maybe he would have got it. We were trying to pump up, what was the guy's name? Davis, not Davis Mills, David, Davis Webb. Thank you. Got drafted by the Giants. We were pumping him up. I had Jared Goff on this show, pumping up his Heisman hopes. Spencer Rattler, preseason Heisman favorite, ends up transferring at the end of the year. Not ending up like Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. So... If you think about the battle of attrition, there's the Alabama quarterback standing the tallest, and you think, oh, well, that's fitting. Kind of not. It kind of was a surprise, but he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, 
Your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Ah, uh, thanks for that. A uh, couple of minutes left in hour number 1. We have Rich Little coming up in the next hour along with Sharon Glass and uh, Tom Papa coming up in the third hour, Trevor May of the Mets as well. You might remember the smash hit by the legendary and also multi-platinum rockers Sticks. It's become the adopted theme song of the Pittsburgh Steelers by the way. And uh, that is Renegade. Well, it is time to team up with Voodoo Brewing Company because they have created the signature lager, Oh Mama. Yeah, that's right. Sold as a four-pack of 16-ounce cans or a 50-liter keg. Sign me up. Oh Mama is currently available at Voodoo's corporate pubs and franchise locations online for Pennsylvania and Washington, D.C. home delivery. Tavor via their app. Just use the code Renegade for other states throughout the U.S. And in the greater Erie, Pennsylvania uh, area from Allegheny Beverage and in Pittsburgh at Vicenny's as well. You can look at it for your uh, grocery store, your watering hole, including uh, Giant Eagle where it's available. And just uh, request it uh, on your own. Yeah, Renegade. That's right. And by the way, Styx released their 17th album, Crash of the Crown, available on Clear Vinyl to check that out as well. Once again, make sure to pick up from Voodoo Brewing Company. And I got a four-pack right here. Oh, mama, renegade beer, baby. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The mostly partisan Presidential Commission on the Supreme Court voted unanimously Tuesday in favor of approving their final report and sending it to President Biden's desk. Republican Karl Rove on Fox News says co-chairman Bob Bauer has no business being on the commission. And rather than having a legal scholar with broad part bipartisan respect, they put in, with all due respect to, to Mr. Bauer, whom I'm sure is an excellent lawyer, a political hack lawyer. Regarding court packing, the report said, quote, no serious person in either major political party suggests court packing as a means of overturning dislike Supreme Court decisions, end quote. The United States says it's preparing strong economic and other measures over fears of a Russian invasion of Ukraine. After Presidents Biden and Putin spoke in a video call, President Biden voiced concerns over Russian troop buildups near the border with Ukraine. Russia says it will not attack. USA Radio News. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, Techno or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on, like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard, America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. Mark Meadows, former President Trump chief of staff, says he will no longer cooperate with the January 6th commission. Mr. Meadows on Newsmax. To actually provide information that was non-privileged. I've been consistent from day one that the executive privilege that President Trump invoked was going to be honored. Uh, it's not mine to waive. It, it's his. He's claimed that privilege. And uh, and waiving that wouldn't be appropriate for me. Uh, certainly not as uh, the first chief, uh, White House chief of staff to do that. But it's not Congress's. Uh, uh, ability to to unilaterally suggest what it is and what it is not. So perhaps it's going to be decided now in the courts. In the meantime, uh, they've been very uh, very aggressive in in their approach with us. Uh, hopefully, uh, they will understand that uh, my accommodation and willingness to answer even now uh, questions through interrogatories uh, still exists. But uh, they've rejected every attempt we've made to try to cooperate. USA Radio News. Lights out, everybody. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> the greatest radio shows of all time, USA Classic Radio Theater. On these radio stations or on demand by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. As Russia continues to build up forces on the Ukrainian border, retired Major General James Marks tells CNN his assessment of the buildup. Here it gives you an idea of where we are, and certainly Crimea, which was lost in 2014. This is what, what we're seeing right now. These, these areas right here contain about 175,000 troops. Again, reference of Crimea. What's taking place right now is in this particular area. This is a tremendous buildup of forces and logistics capabilities. What these 
what this type imagery indicates is these are staging areas, these are logistics capabilities, and then probably more importantly, this piece of imagery, when you look at this capability up here, and then you look at open areas in here, this is where logistics, where refueling, and capabilities that would allow maneuver forces to achieve mobility in the offensive. So you see imagery like this, and there's reason to be concerned. Um, this is what we're looking at now. From the previous graphic, when we, when we saw the buildup of forces here, what this tells you from a military perspective, the area of interest for Putin is this area in here. This gives him an opportunity to achieve some significant maneuver capabilities to cut this off. What you wouldn't anticipate would be military operations that would go all the way to Kiev right now. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her, me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, keeping it going coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Two big hours still to come. And in fact, we're kind of treating this next hour a little bit like our Friday first hour because we're going to bring in our good friend Jan Wall, the Hollywood insider and film critic, and we'll have some uh, very fascinating uh, entertainment guests. Uh, one of them being Rich Little. It's about time that Rick Tittle interviewed Rich Little. And then after that, we're going to get Dick Little and Nick Nipple. Uh, but no, Rich Little, the iconic Rich Little, will bring him in. He's got shows in Vegas. Sharon Gless. You can do Cagney. Can you do Lacey? She has a book called, apparently there were complaints. She's always been a bit sassy. Award-winning actress. We'll bring in her as well. Third hour, Tom Papa will drop by, and uh, Mets reliever Trevor May will join us at 11.40 p.m. Pacific time. You might wonder why we're doing a, a Friday deal on a Wednesday. It's because uh, tomorrow I'll be in transit to New York City, and then on Friday I'll be doing my show from the USS Intrepid Air and Space Museum in the Hudson, the Army-Navy Radio Row show. Always a lot of great guests that have come by in the past when I've done it in Philadelphia. 
the likes of Roger Staubach and the superintendent of West Point and Annapolis and Rob Riggle and Napoleon McCallum and the list goes on and on. Tiki Barber. Uh, looking forward to going to New York. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. The streets will inspire you in burp. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, all Apple applications, as is Twitch and Twitch.tv. There I am on the high-def camera looking resplendent in a hoodie and reading glasses. What can I tell you? It's radio. Also, uh, you can catch us stream through sportsbyline.com. Go there, click listen live. Any emails, rick at sportsbyline.com or mrhandsome at countpimpula.org. And uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, channel 2 in 35 million homes. Homes, you can catch that way as well. And uh, Twitter is uh, at Rick Tittle as I enunciate my T's. Come on back with Jam Wall. From city streets to back roads, from road warrior to carpooler, there are some things you can always count on, like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard, America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now. And get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Here at Alico.com, we work hard to offer a variety of quality products at an affordable price and are committed to providing you with an exceptional experience. With our rising outdoor living brand, we are delivering high-quality backyard products right to your door. Choose from a wide selection of awnings, gazebos, fencing, pet kennels, saunas, and more. View our full selection at alico.com. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 
10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo, and uh, check out our number two. Uh, we got Jan Wall. Jan, fancy you coming by on a hump day. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Anything with the word hump in it is good. Oh, I knew you'd say something like that. <laughs> I could have said it like Mae West, right? Yeah, you're a oh, hero. How are you doing? Anything with the hump in it is good. Do you think it's funny that in World War II the life jackets were called Mae Wests? I think it's completely accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's uh, bring in our first guest, and that is Samuel K. Forrest. He is the writer, director, and star of Hip Beat, uh, which will be available, a movie on digital, on December 23rd. Samuel, welcome to the show. Um, people saying easy rider with dresses instead of motorcycles. Is that too simplistic, or does that kind of sum it up? Um, hello, well, it's a pleasure, and thank you for having me. I'm actually in Brazil at the moment doing post-production of another film I did in West Africa and doing some pickup shots, so it's a pleasure to be with you all the way on the Pacific coast. So thank wow. you again for having me. Mm-hmm. Yes, what part and, of Brazil uh, are you in? Uh, Sao Paulo at the moment. Oh, Sao Paulo, okay. Yes, so it's perfect. It's right in the middle of the time zone between Europe and uh, Los wow. Angeles and New York. So Weird. It works. You can, you can do two things at once. But yes, um, I, I mean, I was very much inspired by the, the story of the Easy Rider to kind of going out into the collaboration with the universe, so to speak, and trying to reflect the times. And, and so in that comparison, I hope, I, I appreciate the comment that you're always trying to find your own authenticity and your own signature, so to speak. But uh, I think that's a little bit of accuracy to that, yes. You know, Easy know Rider was, I, I, mm-hmm. it was iconic yeah, no, with... With anything to do with my age group when I was a teenager, I mean, it was all about yes. us. Is that what the feeling is in this film? Oh, I mean, I think me as a, as a young storyteller, you, I wasn't trying to tell the story of the past or the future necessarily. And I, I think if you're telling any story, you have to try and make it relevant to the times, whether it's futuristic or period piece or fantasy. But I was trying to tell the story of like, what I saw in my generation and trying to reflect that honestly, you know, and... Uh, especially since I saw a lot of questioning and challenging the status quo, as I'm sure with your generation as well. And I just kind of tried to, to put a mirror up to that and was very inspired by uh, Berlin itself and kind of the inclusivity and, and kind of this crossroad of all these cultures coming together. And the freedom of like the, the nightlife kind of being this place where you can explore the unknown and whether that's your identity or whether that's love or curiosity or politics. It was something where they were, these people or these characters on a journey of self-discovery and kind of discovering the meaning of themselves in the world and the world around them. Yeah, post-war Berlin, especially before the wall came down, uh, was a very interesting place. I went there when there was still a wall in Checkpoint Charlie, and it was such a marooned island in the middle of uh, East Germany, and then everybody was partying, and you had huge cross-dresser shows. I mean, it really was kind of a, a bouillabaisse of everything you could ever want when it came to uh, decadence and indulgence, wasn't it? Yes, yes, I, I think so. I think there's always a backlash to, like, my opinion of Berlin being on and off there, kind of working through there for the last four years. I developed the script writing there 
before we started shooting for about six months beforehand and kind of absorbed the world. And my ability of it, it's like having gone through that oppressive history that we all know, that dark history, there was kind of a reaction to try to erase that message in the world, if that makes sense, where they gave a lot of those old stars you're not actually building back to the community. And there was this sense of uh, real concern about not repeating the same mistakes of the past. And uh, a big catalyst in the film was when I had saw some of that rhetoric from that being out, whether it was the UK or the US or Brazil or you know, India or Russia or China, I saw this kind of austeritarianism and it was a big catalyst when Trump got elected to kind of make a film that kind of dealt with the kind of the world that we were going through and trying to make sense of it and kind of understand that democracy was under threat at that current time. So it was interesting being in Berlin, the irony of it was making a film that kind of dealt with the like fighting against the far right and oppression of one aspect of the character's journey and this activist that's fighting against the system, against nationalism and seeing that play out in other parts of the world that in World War II were opposed to that. So that was definitely a weird, ironic situation I found myself in being in Berlin of all places. You know, I love hearing about international films and international, uh, you know, philosophy of cinema and this film itself. Yeah. Uh, where were you raised? I was raised in, a, in England, the Netherlands, Canada, and I... California, so a bit of a global citizen. Mm-hmm, yeah. I guess you could say. What? And so, yeah, I, I left when I was to write the script there when, I guess, Trump got elected, and thank God he's, he's out of office, you know, just because I think the country's on a much better direction. But, yes. Um, yeah, and so that was a big catalyst by it, and kind of replacing that hate and division with love and inclusivity and unity was a big part mm-hmm. of the catalyst of the film. And mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's kind of what uh, maybe the films in the 60s that I was inspired by kind of tried to touch on as well, you know. So tell us a little bit more about the plot and the lead protagonist. Yeah, so the lead protagonist is kind of on this self-discovery of his gender identity and he's kind of deals a lot with more falling in love with a person necessarily than, you know, a gender or, uh, you know, an age or an ethnicity about how love trying to transcend necessarily boundaries and rules. And, um, and so focusing on a character that had this curiosity of discovering who he was through self-love, kind of being able to understand maybe how to love somebody else. And, uh, and, and so he goes on all these different twists and turns, sometimes maybe, you know, making the wrong decisions and sometimes making the wrong to try and hopefully come out it on the other side, having learned something, you know, and having grown in some way and found some resolution. And so a big catalyst for that was my generation, I had thought, was very curious about things but didn't also know where they fit into the world and wanted to challenge the rules and norms. And I, and I was very inspired by a character that questioned gender and politics. And these themes that are a little taboo and stigmatized in, in, in a lot of mainstream, I guess you could say. Hmm. Who were you inspired by growing up in cinema? Oof, the list goes uh, quite, quite long, I guess. But uh, I mean, a lot. I, uh, I mean, uh, John Cassavetes is a huge inspiration. And, and uh, uh-huh. of course, films like Easy Rider and, and early Scorsese and uh, uh, Orson Welles and um, Igmar Bergman. Agnes yeah, the, the great independence, yeah. Yeah, no, sorry, but there's a lot of great filmmakers. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do any story, any expression, as long as it comes from an authentic place, you know, and you mm-hmm. with that, what that story is. And then uh, finally, uh, what's the reaction been like so far for people who have uh, seen this? Well, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, I, you know, you don't go out there to try purposely make a polarizing film, but when you deal with certain themes, it might naturally do that. And you just try to tell a story that you would want to see or that you would hope was honest 
reflecting the times you're living through. And so some people absolutely love it and adore it or really appreciate it. Some people are a little bit shocked and, you know, taken back. Some of it may be a little controversial, but at the same and then some people, you know, actually don't like it at all. So but most of the role the feedback's been very positive and people are very curious if I wanted to start a conversation around these themes. And uh, and since it's kind of we did use, you know, all the actors are part of the LGBTQI and plus community, it was very important for us to reflect and kind of make it meaningful for people out there that don't live in Los Angeles or New York or Berlin or London or, or a city that you can be a lot more accepted uh, for who you are, for the people in the rural areas of the world. So we kind of made it with that intention to make it for people who can't be themselves or can't question things and feel very oppressed or suppressed in areas where they're not as lucky to live in cities like we do. The movie is so called... not alone in some way. Yeah, the movie is called Hip Beat, all one word, and uh, produced by Mother Earth Films, FC Films, and Castle Matrix Productions, and distributed uh, by uh, Indie Rights. It'll be available on uh, the 23rd of December. We've been speaking with the writer, the director, and the star, Samuel K. Forrest, from Brazil. Samuel, congratulations on the film. Yes. Congratulations, Samuel. Thank you for having me, and uh, yes, you know, uh, Stay strong, and I hope everyone's safe out there. And uh, you know, remember empathy and taking care of one another is really important. So, thank you for having me. No doubt. And uh, Jan, I think that was our first Sao Paulo uh, interview. I know. I was wondering if he was in Manaus. I spent like four days in Manaus, Brazil. It was amazing. What wow. a place. Cool. Mm-hmm. We'll have to hear about that later. But we're moving okay. on to Rich yeah. Little is next, y'all. Yeah. Come on back. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. 
Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that. And uh, coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network alongside Jan Wall. It is Rick Tittle bringing in the iconic Rich Little, the man of a thousand voices. He's doing shows at the Tropicana in Vegas, usually Thursday through Sundays. Make sure to get down there. And uh, Rich, uh, you know, huge fans, we both are. Um, just love the fact that you never stopped. Did you ever feel like retiring, or you just loved it too much? Well, there'd be nothing to retire to, would there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lucky, Rich. I got to work with you in the East Bay at a theater, a uh, big theater in the East Bay. We did a big night. You killed the crowd. It was fabulous. It was just a couple years ago. I mean, you're better than oh, ever yeah. in some ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, it was lots great. of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I interviewed you, and we, we just had a blast. But, uh, you know, I'm a big old movie buff, and so you were doing Cagney and Stewart, and, you know, it made my heart very happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my act is pretty well aimed at older people because uh-huh. they remember the the greats of Hollywood, you know. But a lot of right. young people have no idea who uh, Jimmy Stewart or John Wayne or Humphrey Bogart is, you know. But and, that's their um, loss, so, don't you think, honey? That's their loss. Well, those yeah. those people that come to my show, um, uh, you know, they they uh, they enjoy the humor, but they don't. Really yeah, but know, I mean, that's the young uh, people. The young people, that's their loss. You know, they won't know these greats. But, boy, you should yeah, make I, them come I, alive. Um, you make them come alive again, Rich. Well, thank you. I had a, I had a, I, a kid in the front row about uh, two nights ago, and uh, he was about 15, and I thought, he's not going to know anybody I'm doing. And he was laughing his head off. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just screaming with laughter. And then 
when the show was over, I met him in the mm-hmm. casino, and I said to him, you, you seem to enjoy my show. And he said, oh, Mr. Little, you are hysterical. And he said, but I was confused. And I said, well, what were you confused about? He said, I, I just kept wondering why you kept changing your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true, Rich, that when, when you were doing Nixon in front of Nixon, he had no idea that you were doing him? That's right. That's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was uh, in San Clemente. Uh, 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 early in my career, I was invited to a, a party down in San Clemente, and all of Hollywood showed up. You know, back then, everybody was Republican, you know, not like it is today. But um, anyway, I ended up doing my uh, impression of Nixon in front of him. And uh, he looked at me, and he looked at Pat, his wife, and he said, why is why is this young man speaking of a strange voice? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. He, he did, you're you're he, just great. He, 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 he didn't know great. I was doing them. But, know um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people know Bogart. You know, a lot of people know John Wayne. I think that he, they're bigger known people than we think, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, it yeah. Depends, what you're, depends what you're interested in, you know? Mm-hmm, uh, when mm-hmm. I was a, when I was when I was a kid, I was interested in the past. I was interested in um, you know Benny Goodman and uh, and uh, yeah and yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, Artie Shaw and all all right. those uh, great right. people from the early er, from the forties early forties. Mm-hmm. And so I was interested in the past, but a lot of kids are not interested in the past. They're only interested in uh, in uh, what's going on today. You know. Well, mm-hmm. uh, that's okay. Something that's, that's, that's okay, whatever. Yeah, something that still survives, which I I loved as as a kid, and I still love to this day. Those old Friars Clubs roast with uh, the Dean uh, the Dean uh, Martin roast, and you did so many uh, of those Dean Martin roasts. Uh, when when you watch those now, does it feel like a hundred years ago, or does it feel like yesterday to you? No, it feels like a long time ago, and um, you know, and you you look at the sideburns and the shirts you're wearing, <laughs> and uh, you realize you realize how long it was, you know. I mean, I've got a picture on my wall here of the Frank Sinatra D. Martin roast, and mm. everybody is everybody at the end of the roast posed for a picture, and it's a wonderful picture of about forty people, and um, and they're all gone, they're all gone mm-hmm. except me. Except yeah, but me you know what? Picture. You know what, Rich? They live forever. Like I'm a total Sinatra. You know, Francis Albert Sinatra, I mean, I just love him, and a lot of people love him. And so sometimes, and Dean Martin, same way. So sometimes these people live forever, you know? You were lucky to be around them. Yeah, yeah, I sure was. I got to know a lot of them, and uh, as I said, How would you describe gone, Frank? But, uh, How would you describe Frank, Rich? Uh, Frank was a man of many moods. And when he was in a good mood, he was wonderful. Uh, very polite and nice and helpful and everything. But when he was in a bad mood, boy, you better move away. Um, you know, he, um, <laughs> I, I, I never saw the bad side of him, but he did have a bad side to him. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you think of all the pressure he had. He did pretty well mm-hmm. when you think of all the, all the pressure. And, um, but I knew Bing Crosby, too, and Bing was totally different from Frank. Bing was more relaxed. You know, mm-hmm. he was... Um, and uh, not quite as brash as uh, as Frank was, but uh, I got mm-hmm. to know both of them, and um, and they were great. 
they were great. Um, Bing Crosby was was terrific, um, and and Ronald Reagan was one of my favorites. I, I got to know him very well. You know and what? I, I used to go to go mm-hmm. to the White House a lot and perform. And the first time I met Ronald Reagan, he said to me, "He said, Rich, I think you do me better than I do." <laughs> and, uh, he said, "As a as a matter of fact, Rich." Rich, you do me so good that I was thinking when I pass away, they should bury you. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, so I, that's why I, I that's why I didn't go to the funeral. You know, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> but well, he when, was a wonderful. He mm-hmm. was a wonderful man. He had a great sense of humor. Ronald Reagan did. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. You know, when when I was a kid and I knew you were going to be on Johnny, that was always a treat. And I also loved Fred Travelina. That was the other guy. When you think about the Frank Gorshins and, you know, Charlie Callis's, the other impressionists, were they kind of like rivals or were they like buddies? No, they weren't really rivals at all. You know, we, we all knew uh, who we could do best, you know. And, um, and I did a show called Copycats where they used just impersonators and then a, mm-hmm. uh, a guest star every week. And, um, that, that was fun to do, but, uh, th- there wasn't any rivalry really. I mean, you had Frank Gorshin on and you had, uh, George Kirby and Marilyn Michaels and Fred Trevelina and, uh, we all got along great, you know, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Some people could really do impersonations. I got to spend time with Debbie Reynolds and boy, could she do Zsa Zsa Gabor. Whew. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just yeah, amazing did. what yeah. people could do. And you were so lucky to be in the middle of all that classic, great show business. Yeah, I really was. Yeah, it was a great time for me, you know, uh, mm. a young kid from Canada, uh, idolizing a lot of people and then having to, uh, you know, or then end up working with them and getting to know a mm-hmm. lot of them was mm-hmm. was terrific for me, you know. Got to know Jimmy mm. Stewart quite well, too. Mm. You know, Jimmy And how would you great. describe him? I, I jump, 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 say, used to say to me, Rich, I, I, I wish you you were around when I was making all those movies in the 40s. I said, why? Well, you could have dubbed them, dubbed for me, and then, and then I could have made more movies. <laughs> oh, my God, that's and, so and one t- And one time, one time, Jimmy said to me, he said, and we were doing a, a charity event together, and he said, uh, "I'm I'm very fond of Rich Little, and matter of fact, I, I, I I'm so keen on him, I thought of adopting him." <laughs> and uh, but my wife Gloria said, "No, no, no, Jim. Two two people around the house going would be just too too many." <laughs> well, we want to make sure that if you are in Las Vegas to get over oh to the Tropicana God. Thursdays through Sundays, at least for a few more weeks at the Tropicana, uh, as I mentioned this guy right there. The person is amazing. On oh, the strip. Amazing. The great iconic. Yeah, I've, I've, been, uh, I've been at the uh, Tropicana for five years now. You know, I, I mm. think I should go home. I think I should go home, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of room service, Rich. That's a lot of room service. But it's great. It's great because, you know, uh, four nights a week I get to, to do an hour and ten minutes, and it's great. It's only 
20 minutes from my home, so it's it's a great gig for me. Great. Yeah. You know. Fabulous. Best job in America, best show in Vegas. Make sure to see Rich Little, the Trop Guy. Rich, congratulations. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks, Rich. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Good to talk to you both. Happy holidays, Bye. honey. All right, good stuff. And, uh, you know, Jan, when we talk about, you know, Frank Gorshin and Fred Travelina, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we, we all knew who the king was. I mean. Of course, absolutely. He almost mentored those guys. Yeah, I mean, there was just, I, I mean, mean, there was just beyond the yeah. shadow. It's kind of like uh, Frank Caliendo now, but I mean, back then, uh-huh, we, we all uh-huh. watched The Tonight Show. We didn't have nine million things to watch back then. That's right. That's right. And Little yeah. was always good. And being around him, so, I mean, I spent the whole evening kind of hanging around him, and it was just great. All right, let's Love bring in that. one of your favorites, Sharon Glass, oh, next. Yeah. We will Ooh. do that. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall, come on back. Is your prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on. Like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard. 
America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Sharon Glass, many Emmys, Golden Globes, five decades in Hollywood, and it's all been put together in a memoir, which just came out yesterday, called Apparently There Were Complaints. This is from Simon & Schuster. Sharon, welcome to the show. I just love the fact that the celebrities who you asked to, uh, uh, you know, give a little blurb on the book, it's all comedy. I'm already excited to dive into this book. It's going to be a lot of fun, isn't it? It's, well, is my book all in fun? No. My book is very sincere. But on the back, on the back, because the name of my book is... um, Apparently, there were complaints. I asked my comedic friends if they would write complaints about my book. <laughs> you know how they always on the back of books, they've got praise, early praise given. I said, well, that's bull. I'm going to ask them to actually write some complaints about my book. And Simon and Schuster, the publicist, went for it. They loved it. So <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, Sharon, this is Jan Wall. We have a couple things in common. Uh, I'm a Jane friend of yours. Yeah, hi, baby. Yeah, we've hi. met. Yeah, we're friends with the Debs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, hi, honey. And also, 34 hey. years as a friend of Bill's, so I'm really interested in that part of the book, too. Can you talk a little bit about, do you ask your friends to talk to you pre-sober or post-sober to talk about you, or, or do you look at things at that time? Mm-hmm. You mean the complaints about me? Well, yeah, I mean, oh, anything they started to do with- from my early childhood. <laughs> I, oh, um, I see. So it's really early. OK. okay. Well, it starts really early. It mm-hmm. goes all the way through to the complaints about me when I drank it. Mm-hmm. it, it it's a it's a uh, it's a statement that applies very much to me and to my life. And to other people, too, Sharon, you know, that's what's so great. You're actually helping other people. Oh, thank you. Well, listen, if that's a nice side effect, I'm very pleased. Thank you. Yeah. I find that when famous people get sober and it kind of helps people realize, God, if they could do it, I can do it. Or, you know, they did, they did it with all of their goodies. How, how can I complain? And I don't know. It's just very, very good. So I appreciate you coming out that way. Well, bless you, Jan. Um, I, I don't think it has to do with being uh, famous or not famous or mm-hmm. when you know uh, you don't have any other choice. 
right, right, um, right. You just do it. You have to do it for yourself. But mm -hmm. there were yeah. Well, plus, there, that's yeah. that's the, the amusing the amusing part of my uh, title. Apparently, there were complaints. Is um, um, because uh, um, the, the, I use it as I use I, the, the the line actually came, the original line actually came from my response to somebody who had set, found out I had been in Hazleton, which is considered the Harvard of the rehabs. And there was a lot of scandal about it at the time. And um, so it came out in the press and a friend of mine, when I got out said, you were at Hazleton? And I said, yeah, I was. And she said, why were you at Hazleton? And just off the top of my head, apparently there were complaints. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the title was born uh, in my life. And I just <laughs> referred to it later when this book came out. Right. So, so Sharon, what was the role that you first got where you thought, you know what, I've made it. I'm a success now um, earlier in your career. What was the one where you think, finally, I've gotten over the hump? Um, I guess I could say the most comfortably I could say, I, I think, I think I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed now, um, was Cagney and Lacey. But mm -hmm. I had some other parts, you know, with, with Robert Wagner and John Shuck and where I was having a ball. I was having the time of my life. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the, the show that made the most impact and started giving me the Emmys and, and, and additional roles over and over was Cagney and Lacey. Mm -hmm. Mm, it's a fantastic it was, show. And, you know, you. you and I know each other also from the gay community of the Bay Area. And, you you um, <laughs> you know, you've done things where you've played on camera and been active off camera with that community. I have. I've been very blessed. I learned the most about any role I've ever played. I learned the most from Debbie Novotny in Queer as Folk. Um. I, I took that part because I thought it was such a shocking premise because I'd read the script of all the scenes they were going to be shooting. And um, I, I, I had no idea what it would become, but I learned so much from that character and from the scripts and from some of the tragedies that those boys had to play. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always that joke, hey, some of my best friends are gay. And that was true. But <laughs> we did but we didn't sit around and talk about the bad times. Um right. politically I didn't become really informed about the, the gay plight until I shot that show. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm Wow. Well and you were you you grew up in a similar neighborhood as I did. I grew up in Beverly Hills and Westwood and you grew up in sort of a similar neighborhood, and Park Park, did where have, did you get that accent, Jen? I, it's a speech defect, actually, but I've sort of worked it around to sound kind of <laughs> New Yorky. But uh, I it, actually uh, grew up in L.A. Yeah, mm -hmm. showbiz, uh, honey, showbiz. Anyway, who did you love growing up, or who did you meet that you loved? I mean, I was lucky enough to meet a lot of people. Did you have those dreams? I think you did, right? What do you mean, actors who inspired me? Or? Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Um, well, when I was very young, um, I loved 
Russell Russell playing. Ah, Auntie baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my when favorite. all of my friends were loving Gidget, I was into Mame. Oh, um, honey. Mm. When I was even younger, I thought that Doris Day was brilliant. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. if you look back on her work now, she was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, she played a, a role you know, better than anybody. There probably wasn't a popular form, you know, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but she she was a brilliant actress and singer you know, my, and dancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My husband was on an aircraft carrier in Vietnam, the Hancock, and three duties. And all he saw was Doris Day movies, because apparently the guy who drove the ship was crazy for Doris Day. Crazy about her? Yeah, yeah so he saw Calamity Jane, my favorite, and her favorite oh, yeah. about 50 oh. times. <laughs> but I, I, I tend towards the older films, the older actresses. Mm -hmm. I was, mm -hmm. That's kind of what I was raised on. And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm a child of Hollywood, Janice. It mm -hmm. sounds like you are, too. Um, yeah, we both saw her. Go out on our sleeping porch, and I and I'd watch those Cleed lights go across mm -hmm. the sky, and they were mm -hmm. real stars in those days. Mm -hmm. I mean, stars mm -hmm. that, yeah, mm -hmm. um, that, and they were there on Hollywood. Their movies were opening, and it's like mm -hmm. everybody was there except me because I was a kid. Remember that but, Cafe Circle and the, all those wonderful theaters, the Grauman's and the, sure. you know, the Egyptian and. Oh, That's right. God, what a Do you know I was born on a street in Carthay Circle. Oh, I was. People don't was know, raised. but that that theater was amazing. Mm. That's where Gone with the Wind premiered mm -hmm, the very first mm -hmm, time, the Carthay mm -hmm. Circle Theater. Mm -hmm. um, so, anyway, so Sharon, just just to ask, when you're writing a book, of course there are some moments that might embarrass somebody, or maybe a kiss and tell moment. Was there something that you kind of put in with a wince, or maybe something that you decided, you know what, I, I'm not going to write about this? Um, no, I I told the truth every time. I I, I never lied in that book. Um, there may have been things that I avoided mm -hmm. talking about, but um, and. As you know, there's one actor I, I criticize, and there was another. Who's that? There was another attempt. I was <laughs> Wayne Rogers, um, and, and, and there was another time I started to put in something a little sarcastic about somebody, and a friend of mine was reading the book with me, and she says, "You know, Sharon, that's beneath you. Don't mm. even bother." And I said, "You know, you're right. Um, this is my story. Why do I have to hurt me once?" Um, so you weren't a fan of Trapper John? <laughs> uh, uh, referring to Wayne? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I respected him certainly as a businessman. He was brilliant. Uh -huh. and, um, and as an actor, he was very good in, in, in doing a, like comedy. Uh -huh. uh, it's just he and I didn't have the same vision of the show. Uh -huh. he, Wayne didn't want... A co-star. That's why he left Mash, because he wanted his own show, and you know, bravo to him. He did get his own <laughs> job, and hey, why not? But he didn't want yeah. anybody over the title with him, and Lynn Redgrave was starring over the title with him, as was I. Um, but he didn't want anyone over the title with him, or anyone making as much money as he did. 
And he was also the producer of House mm. Calls. Mm. So he had a great deal of power and um, just uh, had and the idea of how he wanted it to go. Speaking of producers, you've been married to one for a long time. I have. <laughs> That's how I Man. secure myself a speaking part. <laughs> <laughs> how many years? <laughs> 30. God bless you, girl. I knew him 10 years before that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so did yeah, everybody. He's rather famous. Mm-hmm. He is. He was, I, I respect him. I respect him uh, tremendously as a producer mm-hmm. and as a human being. Now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, make sure to pick it up. Apparently, there were complaints. Is Sharon Glass's memoir available Great. now from Simon and Schuster? Sharon, thanks for coming on. Congratulations on the book. Oh, uh, one right day at a time, Sharon. That's right. Thank you, honey, and thank you. Okay. See thank you in you, the Bay Rick. Area. Okay, you will. Be- okay. All right, good stuff. And uh, Jan, you got a rack on the other side here? Sure do. Let's sure do. do it. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with more Jan Wall. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, that's 800-306-1760. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. We got a couple minutes with Chan Wall. Chan, what should we or should not we be watching? Okay, everybody on the big screen, even if you just go to a matinee, there won't be a lot of people there, hopefully, and just get there to see West Side Story, Steven Spielberg's retelling of the incredibly wonderful original it's just wonderful. It's really not a disappointment. The music will send you out singing, and uh, it's just really worth seeing. And also, the uh, Meet the Ricardos about Lucy and Ricky, and uh, it's just absolutely terrific. It's so well done. It's political. It's smart. It's beautifully acted. It's called Meet the Ricardos. By the way, I saw House of uh, Gucci. and uh... Uh-huh. What would you think? I thought it was kind of a snoozer. Uh, the, yeah, the, the, I know. It gets boring. The Jared Leto. too long. And yeah, it's a half hour too long, and I thought right. Adam Driver did a good job, but mm-hmm. Jared Leto's over-the-top comedic, right. por- I mean, right. it's a caricature. It's just uh-huh. when you're aware of someone, and when you know the actor is aware of the acting and he's going for laughs, right. it's just, yeah. uh, I just, right. I, I, I just, he ruined it. The one thing I liked about it, and I would recommend people to see the Dateline special on the House of Gucci, mm-hmm. is a lot of the story was true. Sure. And I like murder stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and the thing I like about Adam Especially Driver. within families. <laughs> yeah, and Adam Driver is this big, dopey, he's not handsome, mm-hmm. but I give him credit for becoming one of the top actors in Hollywood. He's a really good actor. Ugh. And to pull off playing an Italian kind of effeminate right. guy, and he, I, he, I, I thought he did a great job. And Goog and Gaga, you know, she's amazing. Lady Gaga, really. Yeah, she's hard to and, look at for me. Oh, and her stuff with uh, Tony Bennett. People check out everything she ever did with Tony Bennett. It's just remarkable. I left my home. Sing it with me, Jan. In well, I, San Francisco. Oh, <laughs> high yeah, on a hill. All, well, it calls to me. To be where little cable cars 
climb <laughs> halfway, halfway to the stars. To Come on, everybody. The morning fog may chill the air, chill the air. but I don't care. I hey, don't Jan, thanks for yeah. coming in. As always, okay. good stuff. Happy holidays. You Love. too. Have a good trip. A good trip. Thank you very much. Love to the fighting men and women and all of the vets. God bless you all. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The mostly partisan Presidential Commission on the Supreme Court voted unanimously Tuesday in favor of approving their final report and sending it to President Biden's desk. Republican Karl Rove on Fox News says co-chairman Bob Bauer has no business being on the commission. And rather than having a legal scholar with broad part- bipartisan respect, they put in, with all due respect to, to Mr. Bauer, whom I'm sure is an excellent lawyer, a political hack lawyer. Regarding court packing, the report said, quote, no serious person in either major political party suggests court packing as a means of overturning dislike Supreme Court decisions, end quote. The United States says it's preparing strong economic and other measures over fears of a Russian invasion of Ukraine. After Presidents Biden and Putin spoke in a video call, President Biden voiced concerns over Russian troop buildups near the border with Ukraine. Russia says it will not attack. USA Radio News. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, Techno or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on, like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard, America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. Mark Meadows, former President Trump chief of staff, says he will no longer cooperate with the January 6th commission. Mr. Meadows on Newsmax. To actually provide information that was non-privileged. I, I've been consistent from day one that the executive privilege that President Trump invoked was going to be honored. Uh, it's not mine to waive. It, it's his. He's claimed that privilege. And uh, and waiving that wouldn't be appropriate for me. Uh, certainly not as uh, the first chief, uh, White House chief of staff to do that. But it's not Congress's. Uh, uh, ability to to unilaterally suggest what it is and what it is not. So perhaps it's going to be decided now in the courts. In the meantime, uh, they've been very uh, very aggressive in in their approach with us. Uh, hopefully, uh, they will understand that uh, my accommodation and willingness to answer even now uh, questions through interrogatories uh, still exists. But uh, they've rejected every attempt we've made to try to cooperate. USA Radio News. Lights out, everybody. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. Pleasant dreams. Hmm? <laughs> 
greatest radio shows of all time, USA Classic Radio Theater. On these radio stations or on demand by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. As Russia continues to build up forces on the Ukrainian border, retired Major General James Marks tells CNN his assessment of the buildup. Here it gives you an idea of where we are and certainly Crimea, which was lost in 2014. This is what, what we're seeing right now. These, these areas right here contain about 175,000 troops. Again, reference of Crimea. What's taking place right now is in this particular area. This is a tremendous buildup of forces and logistics capabilities. What, these, what this type of imagery indicates is these are staging areas, these are logistics capabilities, and then probably more importantly, this piece of imagery, when you look at this capability up here, and then you look at open areas in here, this is where logistics, where refueling and capabilities that would allow maneuver forces to achieve mobility in the offensive. So you see imagery like this, and there's reason to be concerned. Um, this is what we're looking at now. From the previous graphic, when we, when we saw the buildup of forces here, what this tells you from a military perspective, the area of interest for Putin is this area in here. This gives him an opportunity to achieve some significant maneuver capabilities to cut this off. What you wouldn't anticipate would be military operations that would go all the way to Kiev right now. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour three is now underway. Hour, hour. We're going to check in with Noah Parker from AgainstTheNumber.com. We'll get his NBA thoughts. Also, Tom Papa, hilarious comedian, been going a long time. Started off with uh, Seinfeld back in the day, still going strong. He's at Cobb's Comedy Club here in town this weekend. And uh, Mets reliever Trevor May will drop by, <clears throat> and I'll ask him about a pitch clock. Come on in and get heard. By the way, uh, Serena Williams has announced today that she'll be making more commercials. No, she's announced today that she is going to be withdrawing 
from the Australian Open, unfortunately. You might remember she has not been on the court since suffering that hamstring injury at Wimbledon uh, over the summer. Uh, This is uh, following advice from her medical team. Her quote, while this is never an easy decision to make, I am not where I need to be physically to compete. Melbourne is one of my favorite cities to visit, and I look forward to playing at the AO every year. I will miss seeing my fans, but I am excited to return and compete at my highest level. It's amazing to think that Serena Williams is 40 years old, and the last time she uh, won a Grand Slam was at the AO, which I didn't know they called it that. Makes sense. That was four years ago. But um, you might remember in the uh, Open... Uh, last year, or I should say this year, it was the 2021 Australian Open. She got to the semifinals and then fell to Naomi Osaka in uh, straight sets. But also yesterday, Bianca Andreescu, who won the 2019 U.S. Open, says she's taking a mental break from the sport and she's sitting out the 2022 Australian Open uh, as well. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number. If you want to try to chime in and get heard, we is here for you as well. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, Twitch.tv, a guy talking to a mic. That's gripping. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Facebook page, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. We'll take a break, and we will come on back for Hour 3. At Alico.com, let us help you create your own backyard oasis. Offering fire pits, pergolas, awnings, patio furniture, heaters, inflatable hot tubs, and more. We employ a group of highly skilled and knowledgeable employees who are happy to help you each step of the way. View our full selection at Alico.com. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. 
At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that. And uh, when we get our guests, we will uh, throw him on the air. So this is actually a good time for you to chime in if you want to chime. Right now the forecast says it's going to rain at the Army-Navy game. That's all right. I think uh, that blizzard in Philly four years ago, that was the game. I, I think that was one that Trump went to. I went down to the field before the game to watch the march on. It's a tradition where, you know, the cadets and the midshipmen march onto the field and stay in formation. <clears throat> And I was on the field, you know, I'm a Californian, but I'm from the Bay Area. It's not like I'm from the beach. But still, I was freezing. Huge, huge, huge jacket, layers, earmuffs, you know, gloves. And I was down there in the blizzard for maybe about a half hour. And I'm like, I'm going back up to the press box. I can't take it. And yet these, I remember watching the um, the cadets and the midshipmen walk on. And <clears throat> they had a scarf that went around the back of their neck and tucked in. They had nothing over their ears, and they had to stand there in formation for a long time. It seemed like an hour. <laughs> they were just standing in formation. And uh, it just for me, it's the ears. Once we get once you get below freezing, my ears just freeze off. I'm not used to that, so I need those little wraparound muffs from the back. And then I remember being on... Um, Liberty Island, the Statue of Liberty, and I took off my glove to take a picture, and my fingers turned into skeleton hands in like one second. It was, uh, let's let's just say it was cold. Let's see. I'll check it out. Get down. Check it out. Get down on it. All right. um, You know my baseball team doesn't have a manager right now, and they don't care. The general manager of my Oakland A's, David Forst, who just does what Billy tells him to do, and he knows what the deal is. Uh, he says, we don't need a manager until February. In other words, spring training. Okay, but you can still hire, and MLB, of course, is in its middle middle of its works, first work stoppage in 26 years, and no 40-man moves, signs, trades, anything, but the coaching front, with the Mets and the A's being the only ones that are still open right now, because the other ones, of course, Luis Rojas got fired and uh, Bob Melvin left the A's to go to the Padres. The Cardinals fired their guy. They brought in a guy named Ov- uh, Oliver Marmol. I always want to call him Olivier, like Olivier Marmol. 
Oliver Marmol, and um, Bob Melvin <clears throat> as well. J.D.? J.D. what? J.D. Sharp. All right, no Noah Parker, but we do have J.D. Sharp with us right now. And uh, he is with AgainstTheNumber.com, which is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple. And the results are real. And their intro is a mouthful. And uh, thank you, J.D., for coming in on an Audible. We appreciate it. Talking a little uh, NBA with us right now. And I'm just wondering for you, uh, you know, I'm a lifelong Warrior fan, and they won the title. All right, I'm sorry. (laughs) I just got corrected again. I'm not supposed to talk the NBA with you. I'm supposed to talk college basketball with you. So Purdue is the number one team for the first time in their history. How much are you liking the Boilermakers right now? The Boilermakers have have no weaknesses whatsoever. They've got seven foot four Zach Eady. They've got six nine, two hundred and eighty pounds. Travion Williams coming off the bench. You know, a lot of these teams, because of the transfer rule, you have teams, and there's a reason why Purdue beat Omaha by, I believe it was 50 or 56 points. But you have teams that literally have two starting fives. And Purdue is, is one of those teams. They, they've got Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey is probably, he's about 6'5", 220. He's actually listed at 6'4", 190. That's wrong. He's probably the best run-jump athlete in college basketball. They've got Stavanovich, uh, the, the shooter. They've got... A couple of good freshmen and Caleb first. Mason Gillis has played a couple of games uh, pretty well. He actually was out for the, for, the, for the first, I think, five games of the season. Purdue has a legitimate chance to win it all. I personally have some futures on them. I believe I got them at 16-1 to 1 or 20-1. to 1. I think they're down to like 6 or 8-1, to 1, uh, which is about right. I think that Purdue against a team like Gonzaga in the tournament, Gonzaga would lose that game by 15-plus. Wow. That, of course, Gonzaga came out at number one, and then it was Duke. And, of course, now you got teams like Baylor hanging around as well. So you're – Right. You're not as high on the uh, on the Zags, then? No, no. I, I mean, you look at Ross here, but their guard play. Nebhard is a he's a good three point shooter. He's not really tough. The Zags just aren't really tough. You know, we know about Mark Few getting the DUI in the offseason. I'm not saying that had any effect on anything, but uh, Ross here, Bolden, the transfer from Iowa State, he is he, he's a decent guard, but he's not like last year they had Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs is going to be a future All Star, Mike, and they had Aaron Cook off the bench. The guard plays weak. Holmgren is very, very – he's extremely talented, don't get me wrong. He's, I mean, if he can put on 50, 60 pounds, and I mean legit 50, 60 pounds, he can be a great pro. But he's really – he's he's not – he doesn't have the body to really bang down low and inside. He's got that long wingspan. You know, Timmy. Timmy's a very fundamentally sound player, not a great athlete. I think the, I think the, the Gonzaga really lacks ability at the guard position, and they can be exploited by some teams, like even in Iowa State. Iowa State is, is you know, the, the, the coach from, uh, from UNLV, T.J. TJ Altselberger, who actually was at Iowa State before he went to South Dakota State and then UNLV. He's got the, I think he's, they're, they're 8-0 or 9-0. They beat Memphis. They've played some good games, but they're, they have really athletic, strong guard play. I think teams like that will give Gonzaga problems the entire season. When I look at the uh, Pac-12, there's UCLA in the top five, but uh, lurking the Arizona Cats down there in Tucson. What do you think about those two schools? Arizona. I actually, I've got Wyoming. Wyoming's playing Arizona today. I think they're 16 and a half. I got them first half plus eight and a half 
today in that game. I actually took a flyer on Wyoming plus 900 to win that game. But Arizona has a lot of size. Christian Coloco, they got uh, Omar Bello, the transfer from Gonzaga, uh, to Bellis. He's about 6'11", 245. They, they go 7 foot, 6'11". Uh, Benedict Mathurin, their top guard, he's 6'8". They're really, really big. They have 23 assists a game. They lead the country in field goal percentage. Arizona's also, they have a chance uh, to win it all. They're, they're also go about nine deep. They've got a transfer. Uh, Kim Aiken, got Kirk Creesa, who was a freshman last year. He's a sharp shooter. Dallin Terry's come back. So I think Arizona's got a chance uh, to definitely be a Final Four team this year as well. By the way, J.D., what do you think happened with Turgeon in, uh, at College Park? I mean, I know that they never, you know, the Terps never really bottomed out, but uh, when it came to March Madness, uh, not a success, and I can understand them making a move, but was it so soon in the season is really weird timing. What's up with that? Yeah, and it's not like they were they started 3-7 and seven or 3-8. and eight. I mean, they lost a couple of games they probably should have won, but I think they were five and three or six and three or something along those lines when he was fired. I think something internally took place. I don't know what it was. It may have been, it's probably something we'll find out down. Maybe maybe it was, it was uh, something he said to his players. Maybe it was something he did uh, outside of, outside of the court that was inappropriate. I think, but I'm guessing it, it has to be something like that. That's usually the case when, when a coach of a team that's not maybe a, maybe a top 40 team, definitely not a top 10 team, but with some talent, with some ability, just loses his job like that, especially one who's been who's been successful there and been, been successful in previous jobs. In thirty seconds, should I be taking USC seriously? I think you should. I think Isaiah Mobley, six eleven, two forty. They they go. You know, Drew Peterson, he's six foot nine. Um, Boogie Ellis, the transfer from Mich- from from Memphis, he's six foot three. They go about eight or nine deep. Chavez Goodwin has been playing pretty well. They have a couple of shooters as well. Ethan Anderson is a good guard off the bench. So is Isaiah White. I, they've got uh, Joshua Morgan. He's a six foot ten transfer who actually plays guard. He's kind of an oversized guard. USC they play. They don't turn the ball over a lot. I think they've got nine turnovers uh, right now a game, which is one of the lowest in the country. They play really good D. They can shoot the ball and they can play in and out with Mobley. That is JD Sharp from AgainstTheNumber.com. Check it out for all your sporting needs in all the sports. JD, thanks for jumping in. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Comedian Tom Papa on the other side. Come on back. a book, you can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789-800-944-1789-800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Yeah, I feel bad about that now. Hey, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Always love it when we can get the uh, comedians on the show, and uh, he's been on before. He's been in studio with us before over the years. It is the great Tom Papa headlining at Cobb's Comedy Club. That is the big room here in town, down on the Columbus Street in uh, North Beach. And uh, Tom, I'm interested as you as a, you know, New Jersey Italian guy, and then you come to San Francisco and you're in North Beach, you got the San Francisco Italian guy. What do you see the the differences or similarities there? It's very similar. It makes me very I feel very at home there. Mhm. <laughs> they is really I I mean, in a lot of ways it's kind of better, 
then the East Coast, because the East Coast keeps shrinking. But I don't know what they're doing over in North Beach where they're just keeping the borders. And they're, and they're, they're like, this deli is not going to move. <laughs> is, I feel it, very happy there. Is there a kind of a Paisan discount, or is that overblown? There's no Paisan discount. <laughs> everybody is or, can, or claims to be. <laughs> There's no way around it. You know what? I saw something in the summer, last summer of 2020. It was June. And I was in Idaho Falls, and it was in the middle of the, the pandemic, and it was a little bit looser restrictions up there. Of course, it was Idaho, but I saw their little uh, theater downtown, and it said, coming soon, Tom Papa. And I was like, oh, he's out here grinding. You, were, you, weren't, doing the, you weren't doing the Zoom shows. You were, going to, you were getting out there, weren't you? <laughs> I was. As soon as I, in the beginning, I was going to places that were doing it that seemed that I knew, like the club. And I knew that they would do it right and it would be safe. Mm -hmm. And then I ran out of those really quickly. And then <laughs> I, uh, and then I just, whenever I got the vaccine and any, any, any place where I felt like I could get away with it, I, I did it. And um, yeah, I probably did like one a month throughout the thing. And now I've been hitting it hard since like, uh, since like July, August. Well, I know that you've joked about how, when you leave, people say, was it hard leaving your family? And you say it's the antithesis of that. You can't wait to leave. And I know it's jokes, but was there, was there a little of that because you guys were all so cooped up? Yes. On all, on all ends. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited to go. They were excited to get me out of there. It was, uh, we all love each other. I, I don't knock the family. Like we're, we're solid, but you know, it was a lot of together. It broke our rhythm up and it was kind of like, you know, being together for the full year was like, it was nice. And we kind of did get used to it. But as soon as we went back to going, <laughs> dad's gone for four days uh, and we tasted that again, everyone was like, so when's the next gig? <laughs> my <laughs> wife was shooting emails to my agent. That was really great. Keep going. <laughs> I think it's interesting, too, and, uh, how the times have changed. I'm a little bit older than you, but. You know, you were on Leno and Letterman and Conan. You were on Kimmel, and and back then that would make a career. But yet, as nice as those credits are, getting on Rogan or Marin, that's where the real exposure is. Can you believe it's shifted like that? It's amazing. I mean, when I would go on Conan towards the end of his run, um, I would get you know two or three tweets after the appearance, <laughs> and and that was normal for television. And then I would go on Rogan and I would get comments for uh, like two weeks, <laughs> just two weeks of my Twitter being blown up. Uh, Not all great. <laughs> right. There was, there was a lot of people that were like, why are you coming on here and ruining my favorite show? <laughs> mm -hmm. And then there was the people who were saying that you're my favorite guest on the show. So you have to take the good with the bad. But when he has 6 million people listening to it, you know, you'll, you'll take it. A couple more questions for Tom Papa. He's here at Cobbs this weekend. Get your tickets, CobbsComedyClub.com. Something that you said, and I've interviewed, I've had the pleasure and privilege of interviewing so many comedians over the last uh, you know, decades, whatever, and uh, on yeah. there, something that you told me that I always remembered was when you were leaving and we were talking out in the hall and you were signing the wall, 
And I forgot what the topic was, but you said, I want the people when they leave the club to think that's the funniest mother effer I ever saw. And I thought, you know what? That that's true. I mean, that basically is what it should be all about. I remember that quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I still feel that way. I feel like that's our job. I'm, and there's a lot of there's a lot of variations now to comedy and to acts, and it's cool. I don't I don't disparage them, but some are like they want you to hear their issue, or somebody wants to tell their truth, or somebody wants to do, and that's all cool. It's all different things, talking to different audiences, but. My whole reason for getting in it was because I love making people laugh as a kid, and I still do it now. And I just want them to just leave with their face hurting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like that. Like when you leave that show, the, the the benefit of leaving that show is it's like you came out of a spa or something. It's like it was out of your control. It was physical, and you're different. You feel better when you leave, and that's that's still my goal. That's really cool. And I also got to throw kudos to you for getting the Netflix thing last year because I know from talking comedians uh, politically, the fact that you, at your age, being a straight white man, got a Netflix special, that's almost like saying you climbed up Everest without an air tank. <laughs> yeah. But you really, I really do believe, and, you know, I'm sure I've had opportunities that I didn't get because of those things you listed. But everybody, whenever anyone doesn't get something, they're like, well, I guess they don't, they don't need any <laughs> uh, gay women. And, right. well, I guess they don't need any young black guys. They have enough of those. So we all think that it's because of what we are. But there's so much else at play. So it's really like you can't, you'll kill yourself and you'll defeat yourself if you walk around thinking people don't want me for what I am. Right. And just try and be as great as possible. And then hopefully they can't ignore you. You know, I think we all kind of slip into it, and you, we hear this narrative of of what people want and what they're doing. And, but you know, there's still people working all over the place doing stuff. So try and you got to try and keep that out of your mind. But it's a lot easier if I didn't get it to say, well, they don't need you know older white guys now, than to say yeah. I'm not funny. <laughs> right. Well, it's kind of like, will you go to the prom with me? I really like you, and then the girl says no thanks, and you go lesbian. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever yeah, excuse exactly. <laughs> you can make. So, um, how did you, um, you know, is was it hard to get a new hour together with, you know, not staying as sharp and being as road tested as you normally would be? No, it kind of kind of came quickly because I think because we did have a break and you were so hungry to get back on stage and you had so much to say and it just started kind of naturally pouring out in this different it was it was good to have that break it gave your brain a little time to reset made me feel actually more confident when i came back it was like because we were always terrified comedians are always terrified if you even have two weeks off you're like did i lose it and it turns out after you've been doing it for 25 years you you're you're okay <laughs> you can take a year off right and you're still gonna be all right so it was a kind of an. I thought it was going to be that way. I thought it was going to be slow and sluggish and fits and starts, but it actually came rushing back. Yeah, I remember Joelis told me, and he's been doing it a long time too. That you you tell a joke, it kills. You think I'm the greatest guy in the world. The next joke doesn't hit. 
I'm a fraud. I need to leave the stage now. And then the next joke hits. <laughs> do, do you ride? Do you ride the self doubt and the self confidence throughout a show? Yeah, you do. You definitely do. And then uh, it's, it, that would be a good thing to bottle and to and to try and break. Like if you could get rid of that little voice. But comedians seem to be plagued with it more than other artists. Maybe it is because we're going for the same exact response every time. You want the laugh, so it's you know whether you succeed or fail. It's like in music, it's like, tell me how you felt at the end of the night, you know? <laughs> yeah. And by the way, his buddy Mark Norman, he told me that he kind of felt like he made it when you took him on the road with him. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, that whole crew is great. Sam Morell and Joe List and Mark mm -hmm. Norman. Those yeah. guys are, uh, they're, they're, uh, they've stood the test of, of time for the young comics. You know, you get a lot of people that come in and make noise. But those guys have uh, all solidified into like real strong, legit comics. No doubt. I'm going to be going to the cellar next week, by the way, and the Fat Black. Uh, if you're going to be around, I'm calling you from the cellar right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you're around, I'll come check you out. Wouldn't mind seeing Tom Papa. But you can see him, San Francisco, this weekend at Cobb's Comedy Club. Get your tickets once again, Cobb'sComedyClub.com. And uh, Tom is my favorite guest ever who's been in a Liberace movie. Yes, baby. <laughs> That's because Matt won't return your call. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, good to have you on, Tom, and uh, we'll see you soon, buddy. Great. Always good talking to you. All right. That's Tom Papa at Cobbs, everybody. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with Trevor May. punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one -on -one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. This report is sponsored by IBM. Call for Code brings together the world's software developers and problem solvers to take on pressing societal issues, using advanced technologies to create cutting-edge solutions. 
Call for Code founding partner IBM and its creator, David Clark Cause, have named Soft Water as winner of the initiative's fourth annual global challenge. The Soft Water Sensor and Analytics Platform was created to combat water quality related deaths in rural areas. The India based team will receive $200,000 and support to incubate, test, and deploy their solution with the IBM Service Core and the Linux Foundation. Ruth Davis, Director, Call for Code. Call for Code now reaches more than 500,000 innovators across 180 nations, and we see its impact on the ground in local communities. We are excited to work with this year's Global Challenge winner, SAF Water, to deploy a solution that could help provide people with the information they need to address water cost illnesses. To learn more, visit callforcode.org. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. beats his servants. Uh, I don't beat my servants, but uh, thank you for that. I think. Welcome back to the show. Trevor May is going to join us in a few minutes, and when we get him, we'll, uh, we'll throw him on the air, throw his ass right on the air. But getting back to a little more baseball here for a second. The A's <laughs> are still looking for a manager, and <clears throat> hearing about this guy, Quartraro, is that how you say his name? Quartraro. Um, he's interviewed some places, San Francisco and others. Will Venable is a name we've heard. Um, Ryan Christensen went to San Diego with Bob Melvin, his bench coach in Oakland, by being his bench coach there. And so we're also hearing some internal candidates, one being um, uh, Bush, the hitting coach, no thanks. And then there are two other that I find mildly intriguing. One is Mark Kotze because uh, he just seems like a you know, a leader, a go-getter, a great player, but he seems like he's very personable. I think he would kind of be a, an Aaron Boone or, a, you know, hopefully like a, uh, yes, hopefully uh, like a uh, Gabe Kapler type of manager. But then an interesting candidate, Marcus Jensen. Marcus Jensen who went to Skyline High School in Oakland. He was a first-round pick of the Giants. He was the catcher of their future. Didn't quite work out. Did end up playing in the bigs uh, for the uh, t- Tigers. But I remember going down to spring training in 94, and the the Giants' two hot players of that spring training, actually there were three, 
uh, there was a guy named uh, Phillips, the first baseman. Was it Brandon Phillips? Do you remember that, Dom? In 94? Oh, you're on the phone. Sorry. Uh, Phillips. There was Marcus Jensen. And there was a guy named uh, Dax something. D-A-X. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they, uh, they didn't really come to fruition. But anyway, back to Marcus Jensen. He's been the bullpen coach, you know, and he's a tall guy, very serious, doesn't smile a lot, sits there with a clipboard. But I I interviewed him down at uh, Papago Park in Phoenix during spring training one year. It was I remember I'll never forget the car temperature on the dash. My Reynolds said 113 degrees and it was night. And those Peter Ceteras, what are they called, cicadas, they're like <laughs> in the trees and there were foul balls laying all over the place. You could really just pick them up like apples, but I wanted to see Addison Russell, Matt Olson and Daniel Robertson, the two, the three first round picks. That's what I wanted to see. But anyway, I think he would be an interesting selection. I got to interview him that day and he seems like he's all business. All right. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American forces radio network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show. New York Mets reliever Trevor May, and he's here to talk about a couple of things. He's teaming up with Cheez-It Grooves and Fandom to help gamers grow into Halo Infinite. It's an interesting marriage, Trevor. How did these two things come together? Because we like them both. Uh, Well, uh, thanks for having me, first of all. I appreciate it, Uh, and I'm happy to be here. Uh, Cheez-Its have been a big part of my life, snacking life since I was uh, as far as back as I can remember. And, and here I am at 32 years old, and I still have Cheez-Its in my house um, at, at every any moment of my life. So uh, it's always a go-to. And with the Grooves line, um, all the different flavors, uh, you know, I, I, my favorite type of cheese is cheddar. So when you make a snack cracker, which is based of cheddar uh, flavored, I love it. So um, and I've been snacking on the Grooves lately, and uh, um, I'm also a big gamer, as anyone who follows me anywhere knows. Uh, Halo was also there's a lot of nostalgia attached with Halo two and three uh, and Jesus and doing uh, eating them while I was playing and uh, getting the opportunity to to do it again in in a partnership with with Halo and uh, uh, with with Jesus and with fandom uh, it was uh, it's been an honor and been a lot of fun. Yeah, for me, it's either big Cheez-Its or extra toasty. Ooh, extra toasty! All, all, always good. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about until January thirty first. Fans who buy specifically marked Halo Infinite Cheez It Groove Grooves boxes, they can upload their own recipes to kfr.com slash Halo Infinite Double XP to unlock Double XP. What's that all about? Absolutely. Yeah, actually, uh, you just have to take a pic and show the receipt that you bought a proof of purchase and uh, two times the xp um you know as you get into as you get into the game uh you'll realize how important that uh faster xp gain is when it comes to um the competitive battle pass and all the cool skins and all the cool stuff you can unlock uh by by playing the game um if you can get there twice as fast it's always uh it's always uh the best way you know to do it so especially with someone with limited time a lot of people out there uh, especially my age that are 
getting the time to play games when they can, um, that two times XP comes into use, and that's just till the end of January. So you don't have the most time in the world, so you better get started now and really to maximize your, your XP gains. Yeah, well, for me, too. I mean, I always think I'm really good, and then I'll watch a YouTube video, and I'll realize that I'm trash. Uh, so going to, going to fandom.com, what about some of those tips and tricks we can get there? Yeah, so I actually have my own tips and tricks video, which I am very honored to say I got on fandom.com uh, um, because today is the official launch of the uh, more open-world campaign. Um, in the past, Halo games have had a very the campaign has been one of the most fun modes to play it in. Uh, awesome story-driven game. Um, the Halo lore is one of some of the best for, for all my uh, lore nerds out there. So uh, they've kind of integrated a lot of their new mechanics and new things that you can use in order to clear these levels. And you don't have to play just one way. It's not as lin- linear as it's been in the past. So uh, that's going to come in handy a lot. And I got lots of tips and tricks there for how to maximize your, uh, your playing ability with all the new stuff they've added in Halo Infinite. And speaking, by the way, we're speaking with Mets pitcher Trevor May. In Queens, the the changes, you, you get a new skipper, you get Scherzer, you get Marte, you, you get uh, you know Lindor locked up, uh, DeGrom's coming back, uh, Alonzo's coming back, Nimmo. I mean, it, it's exciting times there, and I know the fan base demands it, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, it, yeah, no, it is exciting, and I think that uh, – um Hope and excitement is a is a great baseline, a great place to start from. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you got to go out and you got to perform and get the job done. So, um, it, it's it's you know having having guys come in with proven track records. You know, Escobar and Canna also in that group. Um, Escobar's guy I've played with and I love having in a clubhouse, and he's he's one of my favorite people in baseball. So, uh, the quality of of human being from top to bottom that has been added uh, uh, is 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 world class, and uh, that's a that is a great place to start. Um, and then you just got to, it's the big, the big thing, the big question marks as you go through a season, staying healthy, everyone buying in and uh, kind of following the same philosophy. Wow. I struggled with that word. Um, <laughs> I uh, thought you were a valedictorian. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> talking was never a part of that. So uh, I was never in a speech class. Um, but uh, following that same the same plan and, and get to get to your uh, to get to that W at the end of the day, it's just about piling them up. It's about being resilient, piling them up. So um, um, a full healthy team. I think that it was pretty clear that the teams were there at the end in general uh, weren't hurt as, as bad by the uh, um, the the injury bug as others. Um, and yeah. So that is always in there. Um, but I think that you know a bunch of guys healthy, nothing glaring going in, like no one's got anything going on right now, no surgeries really in the office, things like that. So um, that's always positive. I'm, I'm very excited to get going. You know, obviously we're, we are in the state we are in now, but that doesn't change how you prepare yourself. Yeah, and just one more question about that, because, I mean, you could have picked your college coming out of high school, and I know you wanted to go to UW, but uh, decided to go in the draft, and it was the right call because you have a major league career going. But you go to the Phils and you just, I'm sure you picture yourself as a 20 year Philly. And then all of a sudden, uh, you got traded to the twins. We want Denard Span. I mean, was that, was that shocking or did you think, Hey, I'm just going to embrace it. Uh, it's a little bit bittersweet. Um, you know, silver linings to everything, right? Uh, the way things, I kind of had seen a pattern of, of prospects for, for veterans trades happening, uh, for the years coming up to that. So like I was, of guys I'd played with that were had prospect status was like the twelfth guy to get traded. So like it wasn't really that surprising. Um, but you know when a team lets you go, uh, that 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 hurts a little bit, especially the team that, that drafts you. But at the same time, another team wants you. So like 
um, you know, there's a lot to get excited about and look forward to. And so that's kind of the way I, I approached it. Uh, um, and I actually was traded for Ben Revere. Alex Meyer was actually traded for Denard's fan. Ah, let me get that uh, right. And by the way, before we let you go, I mean, I'm on Twitch right now, but you you are, I mean, you think about DJ Habib, DJ Mazur, you're, you're the Overwatch. I mean, when, when your baseball career is over, and I hope it goes for another 10 years, but it, you're going to work in eSports, aren't you? Uh, something, something uh, uh, gaming entertainment uh, or gaming entertainment adjacent, and probably something baseball-related as well. I'll probably lean into both like I am now. Um, you know, we'll see. I this is all kind of purposeful in that way, but at the same time, I'm not really pinpointing exactly what it's going to look like. Uh, I just know that I'm having fun and that, uh, that at the end of the day, you know, making decisions and like, I enjoy this and I get to go do it and I get opportunities to do this. Uh, there, you can't ask for more. And, uh, that would, that just, it's, it's all about being happy at that point. Right. So I'm just searching for happiness and this is the thing that's doing it for me. No, no doubt. And last question for you, how many of your, uh, teammates in the clubhouse, play halo with you halo uh, well it's brand new i honestly i couldn't tell you who plays halo yet but mm-hmm. um because and this is the biggest thing with halo halo is an xbox microsoft game mm-hmm. so you will not see it on a playstation right. um and so people with playstations get kind of locked out from halo they're not they, they didn't have the halo nostalgia they didn't play when they were kids so um but i'm a pc gamer and basically no game is off limits for me most for the most part so um I'm going to have to reach. I'm going to. I mean, as you can imagine, we've been talking about other stuff recently. So I got to maybe, maybe lighten the lighten the mood a little bit and talk about some Halo and see if I can get a group together. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We've been speaking with uh, Trevor May on behalf of uh, Cheez Its Grooves and Halo. Remember, just upload your receipts to kfr.com/slash Halo Infinite Double XP, and uh, you will unlock it. And uh, yeah, get some of those uh, sharp cheddar. Uh, sharp white cheddar cheese, it's grooves. They, they're very, very tasty. Trevor, thanks for coming on, and uh, best of luck with the upcoming season, and I hope we do have a season. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it, and I, I hope as well. <laughs> All right, sounds good. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline USA. have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-
It's unlikely that he does go unclaimed and becomes an unrestricted free agent. Houston is on the hook for $12.8 million and a salary cap hit next season. That's when you really want somebody gone. $12.8 million. Just get out. Right now, the Texans at 2-10 and 10 would have the third overall pick. They have games against the Seahawks, the Jags, the Chargers, the 49ers, and the Titans. And so that Jags game will be huge, huge in uh, Duval County on December 19th because uh, that would swing the, uh, the draft one way or the other. And I'm sure those fans will be, please lose, please lose. I, I hate that. You're just going to draft somebody who stinks anyway. All right. Tomorrow, Dominic's going to fill in. On Friday, I'll be doing my show uh, scheduled from the Intrepid in New York City for Army-Navy Radio Row. Looking forward to that. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time on Titillating Sports. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.